Live from ClickOrlando.com, this is News 6 and this is a News 6 Plus takeover. Here now is Chief Meteorologist Tom Sorrells with Talk to Tom. Sponsored by Greenway Dodge. Heading out for vacation or a fun outdoor event with the family? It's all fun and games until the weather takes a turn for the worse. Now there's a service that allows you to protect your purchase and get your money back if the weather goes south. This is Talk to Tom. I'm Chief Meteorologist Tom Sorrells, the meteorologist in charge here at the powerful WKMG. We'll talk more about Sensible Weather, that new company that's guaranteeing your vacations in just a bit. But first, like we always do, I'm going to start by answering some of your questions. You know, we started this whole game of answering questions live back in 2004 during Hurricane Charlie. We had not had a hurricane come through the heart of Central Florida. The eye of a hurricane had not come across Orlando since 1960. So people had questions and the newsroom couldn't answer them. They're like, ah, we can't give them to Tom. So he just started giving them to me live on the air. We used radar, answered your questions, and it built into what you see today. Talk to Tom, a weekly show. Thank you for helping me make that happen. Today, we're going to take our first question from our friend Tabitha Wilt. Tabitha wants to know, how do you predict the weather in Florida, and can you predict weather in other locations? Odd you would ask, ask me that question on this day of all days, Tabitha, because coming up in the second half of the show, we're going to have sensible weather on. They forecast weather around the globe, internationally now, and guarantee your vacations. But yes, the way we forecast weather here in Central Florida is two ways. There's two ways of doing it, or two different approaches you have to take to come up with the forecast. I've talked about this before. We have numerical weather prediction, which is the modeling. If you ever see me show a model of things to come, like the countdown of temperatures or all kinds of different changes in pressure that we're forecasting to happen, or even the tracks of the hurricanes, those are numerical weather prediction models. Then we have observational weather, which is temperature, wind speed, uh, direction, current pressure, what's going on, current cloud cover, current events, if you will, of the weather. So based on what we're seeing, observing right now, based on what the numbers, the algorithms say, and the models, when we plug in the current conditions and run those models, that's how we come up with our weather forecast. And I can sit here in Central Florida and forecast for Ocala, Orlando, Melbourne, Palm Coast, even Lakeland, even though that's technically part of the Tampa market. I forecast for them all. So yeah, I can look at the same models and type in a different city or a different region. I used to do the weather every night for a radio station back in Livingston County, Michigan. Even after I'd been living here for almost 10 years, I was still doing the forecast for back in Michigan. So yeah, I can forecast at any geographic location pretty much across the country and sometimes around the world. I mean, you know, if you're taking a vacation to England, you want to know what I think about the weather over there in the next 10 days, send me a message. I can use the modeling of the Euro, check out their current conditions, figure out what's going to happen the next week or two, try to give you an accurate forecast on whether or not you need to pack for a lot of rain, a little rain, maybe some snow, or a super European heat wave. We can certainly do it from right here at the powerful KMG. All right, our next question comes to us from our friend, Pate. Pate says, do lakes in Central Florida affect advancing rainstorms? Yes, they kind of do. And it depends on the lake and it depends on the storm. Uh, there have been times in recent history, in recent hurricane history, so to speak, when a hurricane comes in in South Florida, normally 
Hurricanes cut in half for every six hours they are over land. But sometimes if they come through the areas with swamps or lakes, they don't slow down hardly at all. And the reason for that is that our swamps and our lakes are evaporative, just like the ocean. And so they're continuing to funnel in big time moisture into the bottom of the storm and the hits keep on coming. I get a lot of complaints from people in Apopka who say, you know, you get those squall lines coming in and Apopka misses out. Part of what slows that down, even though I think that's, I think that's self-observational observational mythology. I'm not sure Apopka misses out on that much rain, but sometimes you will see Lake Apopka be cooler and a thunderstorm will hit it and die. Or sometimes you see a thunderstorm hit it and blow up. So it depends on the temperature of the water in the lake as to what effect the lake has. Sometimes a big body of water like that, like Lake Toho or Lake Apopka, can slow a thunderstorm down, or if it's really hot water, can help blow it up. Depends on what's going on, what time of the year it truly is. So yes, they do affect some of the rain showers and rain totals here in Central Florida. All right, let's go to Thomas. Our man Thomas wants to know, oh, this is a great question, Thomas. Thomas wants to know what causes ball lightning? Okay, right out of the blocks, Thomas. Let me tell you, it's very weird. Hardly ever seen. And right now, there is no scientific agreement on what causes ball lightning. First, a little bit about that. It was first observed like, gosh, I want to say in Europe in the 1600s. I could be wrong about that. You need to Google that. But sometime back like 1630s, 1640s maybe, someone wrote a story or wrote a tale of a lightning strike and ball lightning coming in the house. And what they think, one of the big theories on this ball lightning is that a lightning strike will strike the ground. And when it does, most especially if it's a sandy soil or there's enough silica in the soil, uh, that boom, it will evaporate that. And it comes up as vaporized silicon. And when it does, that kind of catches the electrical charge and it does it and it makes it into like a ball shape. And sometimes it's globular you know, like a globe or a ball. Sometimes it's elongated, they say, and it kind of dances. People report it being different colors. Some say it's blue, some say it's yellow, some say it's golden. And they say that um, one of the other theories with ball lightning is that maybe it occurs when a lightning strikes, strikes close to a house or a building that has a glass pane and some of the atmosphere may be ionized onto the glass and electrically charges the glass and then slides through the glass and comes into the room because there have been cases reported of where ball lightning will occur and it dances right through the window. doesn't smash the window, but can dance through it. Sometimes it'll blow the window out. Sometimes it does not come in and dance around the room, which is crazy. Something like you, you would imagine you'd see on Poltergeist or some kind of crazy horror movie, but to say it does happen, does not happen often. But the general belief is that it's, charged or vaporized particles from the surface of the earth that have been vaporized up in the atmosphere and are holding that electrical charge. No one knows for sure. Research is ongoing. Last time I heard anybody talk about this was probably seven or eight years ago, one of the conferences, and I haven't heard anybody talk about it since, but that's what they thought at the time. I got to believe that's still the case. All right, let's talk about our friend Andrea. Andrea sends in questions all the time. Love you, Andrea. Here's the question. What weather phenomenon causes a sun shower? Okay, what a sun shower is, is just a shower or rain that comes down on top of you while the sun is still shining. Um, in old slang terms, you'd hear people say the devil's beating his wife. The devil's beating his wife. It's raining 
in the sunshine. Devil must be beating his wife. I've heard that my whole life from old folks at church. But um, what that means to you, and to answer your question, is that a sun shower can occur most of the time when you're underneath cloud cover that is producing a thunderstorm and it's raining on you, but the sun is low on the horizon and the sun is shining in from the side. That's one way you can get it. You're under a thunderstorm cloud or a nimbus cloud that has enough moisture in it to put out some showers and the sun shines in from low on the horizon. Or you get a situation where there's no cloud cover above you, but the cloud is off to the east or west of you or the north or south of you. The wind is coming from that direction. It rains, say, east of you, and the easterly wind blows the rain in away from the cloud. You're under sunshine, but rain is coming in from the east. That's one of two ways where you can get yourself a sun shower. They do happen. They just don't happen a whole lot. So thanks for the question, Andrea. I like that one too. All right. Thanks again for all of your questions. Send them to me anytime on clickorlando.com forward slash talk to Tom. I'd love to know what you want to know about weather here in Central Florida or about anything for that matter. And stick around to learn more about the new service that will give you your money back if the event you paid for gets rained Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Talk to Tom. I'm Chief Meteorologist Tom Sorrells from concerts to water parks, camping, and so much more. There are a lot of outdoor events that people like to enjoy here in Central Florida and around the country. But the weather, as you know, does not always play along. Thanks for joining us to Talk to Tom. Earlier, we answered your weather questions. Right now, we want to talk about a brand new service that is designed to protect your investment in outdoor activities when the weather takes a turn for the worse. The company is called Sensible Weather. The founder is Dr. Nick Cavanaugh. He joins us now. Hey, Dr. Nick Cavanaugh, how are you? Welcome to Talk to Tom. I'm great. Thanks for having me on the show. All right, I love the title, Sensible Weather. That's a fantastic name of a company. I wish I had thought of it. Um, talk to me about <laughs> how you came up with the idea. Why did you do this? So I have a background first as a climate scientist, and then I was a hedge fund quant, uh, building these types of risk transfer products generally for businesses and for markets. Uh, we're behind the scenes, we're essentially evaluating weather and climate risk and building some financial project product to offset that risk. What I had never seen before is these types of products being offered to consumers. Uh, in particular, the travel and event space where consumers ultimately take on the financial risk when they plan a trip or, or they buy tickets to a music festival. I, I really wanted to see these types of risk transfer products be available to so that they could offset their risk and, and ultimately uh, guarantee that they have a, a good time. If people really want to protect their vacation, how do they find you? What do they do? How do they sign up? So generally when you book vacation online, whether you're booking a hotel or your airfare, um, when you get to the checkout screen, we are uh, uh, optional add-on where you check the box for a weather guarantee that protects your trip, you know, for those particular days. Uh, we are also commonly offered a post-purchase by email when, when you have your either confirmation email or pre-arrival email for a hotel stay. Okay. How much is it though? Like you go to, you, if I go to rent a car, it's like $15 a day. Is it that much? Is it less? 
So it depends how much you're spending. Uh, ultimately, we, we often reimburse up to 100% of the cost of your hotel stay or theme park tickets or tickets. So in that, we have a, a sort of a maximum coverage limit, the price scales accordingly. Usually we're priced at around 10% of, of what you end up spending on a hotel. Um, sometimes it's quite lower. So for example, in drier areas where it would be much less common, we can offer that coverage for, for much less. Because it rains here a lot. I get joked on all the time or cracked on all the time. Oh, I wish I had your job. It's going to rain. It might not. We have the wet season going. And if we hit it, then yeah, every afternoon in Central Florida, there's about a 70% chance at some time you're going to get a thunderstorm. So what's the threshold people have to meet to get their money back? So thresholds vary by location, time of year, as well as what's in the weather forecast. So if there's rain, you know, certainly there's going to be rain this weekend. You look at the forecast, it's going to be rainy. The threshold would be quite high or we would be unable to offer a product at all. Most often thresholds are around two or three hours over a period of say 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Rains more than two or three hours, you're going to be eligible for reimbursement. But that, that threshold will vary again as a function of, of time of year and, and location. Okay, so in order, and like if I go to Disney World, and I've done this before with my own kids when they were little, we'd go and it rain, we just take shelter and then come right back out. Yep. A lot of the tourists will leave, but the locals all stayed and we have the run of the park. So it's one of those situations that to get their money back, do they have to leave the event or could they survive the event and the three hours of rain and still get reimbursed? Uh, they absolutely do not have to leave. Uh, and that's a unique thing about our product. Our product is meant to, you know, built specifically for protecting experiences and sort of maximizing what you can get out of a given day. In fact, most often we re reimburse consumers based on forecasts. So we actually say at the beginning of the day, hey, you know, it's going to rain for at least three hours this afternoon. You're eligible for reimbursement. Feel free to go to that theme park. Feel free to land. Enjoy the day. When it starts raining, take shelter and then go back out in the afternoon. But to get their money back, what events and business are you, businesses are you working with? I mean, you cover, what, what all do you do? So theme parks are one of our most active verticals by far, uh, particularly water parks, you know, rainy day, cold and wet, family and kids makes for a truly miserable experience. Um, other verticals that we've seen a lot of uptake in hotels, camping, uh, outdoor events, theme parks, boat rentals, uh, these types of things, anything where essentially you're outlaying money ahead of time for an experience that is outdoors that's going to get ruined by the weather, um, is a, you know, that's a target partner for us. Okay. Well, we love to travel here in Florida too. We stay home a lot. We do the staycation thing. But if I'm on the road, what else do you cover? Do you cover stuff in Middle Tennessee? I'm absolutely. So we cover, we have coverage in all 50 states. Um, we do an awful lot, thousands of campgrounds across state parks, as well as private campgrounds, by far our most geographically diverse vertical campgrounds in every state. Uh, we also launched internationally this summer. Uh, so we're live in UK, France, Switzerland, and Sweden, uh, covering hotel stays and hotel stays, theme parks, as well as ski resorts. Okay. Do you guarantee against the heat wave in Europe? Because it was hotter than blazes this summer I heard in Spain. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're very close to rolling out a new heat product. Um, and, and that was a, yeah, the heat wave. I was actually in Barcelona um, for that heat wave. So it was pretty cool and super top of mind. Um, I think we started with rain as a company because rain is most the most mm -hmm. the thing that most often ruins an outdoor experience, but it appears to be closely followed by temperature. Um, so that's something that we'll be looking to cover next.
Wow. So the threshold on temperature has got to be different than the threshold on rain. Um, like I was in Barcelona in June and it was awesome. And then like six weeks later, it was like Hades. It was blazing hot. And that's that's when I was that's when I was there. Yeah, you're there in July, <laughs> August. It was way too hot. So what's the threshold on temperature? I mean, do you, do you have it 100 degrees Fahrenheit is your breaking point or 95 or how do you do that? So just like rain, the coverage threshold can float. And so in hotter areas, the threshold for your you know temperature limit to be exceeded is going to be higher. We've seen generally that people have certain expectations in certain places. For example, if you're going to Phoenix in August, you're expecting it to be hot, but maybe you don't want it to be 120 degrees hot, but 100 degrees is fine. Um, so we have a floating, you know, a floating coverage deductible, just like we do for rain. That said, temperature is unique in that there are, you know, certain safety considerations, generally in the 90s-ish degrees, 98 degrees Fahrenheit is a, is a common threshold for you know, this is unsafe. So we're also thinking about that as well. Um, when we when we build these coverages for various outdoor activities like theme parks, at a certain level, you know, we, we want to be offering coverage because we want people to get out of it. no longer just an experiential product. It's truly a safety product as well. Okay. Hey, Nick, talk to me real quick about um, the modeling, because people yell at me all the time on five-day forecast, seven-day forecast. I try to make them understand that seven to 10-day forecasts have a lot of variables in them. So you're bound to be using long-range models Tell me, as a meteorologist, a meteorologist, what models are you using to run sensible? Yeah, models? so 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 for forecast inside of two weeks, we use a technique called ensemble casting, uh, mm -hmm. where weather models are run in sort of a Monte Carlo fashion, where you can probabilistically sample outcomes. Um, this allows us to say, hey, there, you know, for a Given weather guarantee that we're looking to write five days out, we can say there's a 13% chance of paying out. Um, generally within the US, that the model that we use is the GFS Ensemble. Mm -hmm. um, outside of the US, we're using models from the CMWF. Um, on the claims side of the world, uh, when it comes to you're, you're having that experience in real time, uh, we use various global analyses as well as regional analyses like HER, uh, the HER forecast, uh, best radar precipitation, Okay, last question real quick. Where can people go if they want to learn more about you? Sensibleweather.com. Wow, you bought the URL. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> All right, thank you for joining us today. That is Dr. Nick Cavanaugh with Sensible Weather. Thank you so much for being here with us, Nick. I wish you well. I can't wait to see how this, how this goes the next five to 10 years, if it really explodes into something big for tourists all across the area, most especially right here in Central Florida. And thank you at home for watching. If you want to get in on the action, wherever you are, you can send us a question at clickorlando.com forward slash talk to Tom, or just watch us anytime here on the powerful KMG or download us anytime, 365 days a year on News 6 Plus. And while you're on News 6 Plus, make sure to check out all the other episodes of Talk to Tom like this one about sea turtles. This one about how natural burials are saving the planet. And check out this one about how sharks can predict hurricanes. They basically detect the fall in barometric pressure that is transmitted down through the water column and they get out of shallow areas knowing that a storm is about to turn their habitat upside down. In this episode about how our very own Candace Campos lost her home to a hurricane when she was just a child. Everything my parents owned was, was gone unless it was in that small half bath. Watch every episode of Talk to Tom for free on the new 6 Plus app. 
Just download it on your smart TV to get started.